Do you know who was named the best putting mat in 2022 by my golf spy? It was the mats from Birdie Ball. It'll help you sink more putts and make more birdies with a Birdie Ball putting green, all in the comfort of your own home. Check out Birdie Ball online at birdieball.com. Birdie Ball is here to make golf more fun and accessible. Find out more at birdieball.com. Welcome to Grilling at the Green After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. Today, we got Bob Estes, Champions Tour player extraordinaire with us here. And uh, Bob's going to sit there and suffer this abuse for a few minutes. So we, we uh, like his, uh, like his, uh, I don't know what you want to say, stamina, his determination. We'll see how that works out here. Uh, Bob, are you ready? I think so. But okay. We'll you, you'll like this. I'm, I'm teasing you a lot. Anyway. Okay. If you could play a round of golf with one of your golfing heroes, who would it be? <clears throat> Well, actually, I never got to play a full round of golf with Jack Nicklaus, even though, you know, I, I know him and, you know, we're somewhat friends. I did get sure. to play the final um, two rounds of Arnold Palmer's last Masters, which you know, were the first two rounds in 2004. So um, I did get to play with Arnold Palmer, but never played a full round with Jack Nicklaus. Well, that's a good thing. Um, if I declared you supreme leader of golf for one day, Bob, just one day. What would you as Supreme Leader decree? Well, that might go back to what was discussed a little bit earlier as far as um, you know, the, the equipment and kind yeah. of rolling things back a little bit, maybe shrinking the, the size of the, the driver head and, and, and maybe the having the golf balls not quite as hot as they are now. There you go. Okay. What is your favorite golf course? Is it St. Andrews behind me here? Or is it? <laughs> well, um, it's probably a tie between Augusta National and the old course at St. Andrews. There you go. There you go. Um, do you have a favorite like golf book? Something that uh, somebody wrote, maybe Herb Warren Wind or uh, one of the golf writers of uh, more modern times? Well, my first thought, so I guess it probably is my favorite, um, and it was a, a soft cover book that I got when I was very young, um, and it was Jack Nicholas's book, and I can't remember if that was also titled Golf My Way, but I learned so much from, you know, reading that book um, and, you know, and, and, and learning from sure. what sure. Jack had to say. All right. What is uh, the dumbest thing you've ever done while playing in a tournament? Um, the Las Vegas Invitational, um, probably back in the mid-90s, I'm guessing. I'd hit my tee shot well to the right on, um, I can't remember what hole it was now. Maybe it was, you know, six or seven or something. And I think it was at Desert Inn, which no longer exists. And I was over next to a pond, which was just to the left of a par three green. You know, it might have been a hole or two previous. And I hit my second shot. And I knew as soon as I hit it that it was a terrible shot. 
I let go of the club as I followed through and the club went into the pond. So, uh, and there, there was, there, there was a group on the green, so they were seeing what I was doing. And so uh, my caddy had to dig it out of the pond, but that was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> How'd your caddy like that? Well, um, he probably didn't enjoy getting wet, but he, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was good to do whatever we needed to have done. I got it. I got Hello. it. If if we put your skills to music, Bob, what would the music be? Oh gosh, um, yeah, that was something I've never thought about before. But um, you know, I like all kinds of music. But um, let's go with uh, let's go with um, anything George Strait. Okay, fair enough. I like that. Um, what's the worst tournament you ever played in? From any I, aspect, whether the weather or the management or you were just having a crummy weekend, you pick the you pick the parameters there. But what was the worst tournament you ever played in? Well, yeah, there's, I guess, maybe not one specific answer to that question, but I do remember <laughs> playing a junior golf tournament in Miles, Texas. So that was out in West Texas, and it was middle of summer hot dry dusty i think there was one water fountain on the golf course and <clears throat> that was probably just about as even though i was younger that was that was still a pretty miserable experience i bet when there are uh lengthy weather delays um and it, i mean more than you know 10 minutes or a half hour hiding under a tree for lightning or pulling you off the course but when you actually have to go back to the clubhouse what do you like to do? Well, just like most everybody else, we're usually heading straight for the buffet line, um, assuming that, you know, food is still set out. So yeah. a lot of times during those lightning delays, we have no idea how long we're going to, to be inside. And so it's a rush to get um, to the to the food line before everybody else. So you can get your food, eat, you know, you know, yeah. sooner rather than later just in case we go back out a little bit sooner than you're maybe expecting. So um, that's, might, that's usually what we're doing. We're trying to eat first and then, and then just relax and, and visit. And Do you have to elbow daily out of the line to get him? You know, he likes to eat. Well, he does, but he doesn't eat that kind of food. Um, John would, would maybe get in his car and go to McDonald's. So we don't All have right. to worry about John. The rest <laughs> of it are eating the good stuff, but John's okay. probably going to local um, McDonald's. Got it. Um, if you could dine with a historical figure can be from any walk of life, uh, who would it be and what would be on the menu? Well, something I've also never thought about before, but, um, oh, maybe it would be fun to, to go back to the very beginning of our nation's history with somebody like a, a George Washington or, um, Thomas Jefferson and, um, and get their thoughts on the very beginning of, you know, the, yeah. our, our new nation. Um, and as far as food goes, um, I'm always up for a, a filet mignon medium rare with the side of, um, mashed potatoes or baked potato. There you go. There you go. I bet you Ben Franklin would have been a hoot to hang around with too. He, probably but you've maybe researched him more than i have but um yeah i bet that would be a lot of fun too well all those guys were kind of interesting they're brilliant men but they were characters too in their own right and uh 
if you if you're out there trying to capture electricity in a jar, so to speak, it that that makes me curious <laughs> about mm-hmm. you. Um, what's the best part of your travel these days and over the years on the tour, if there is a best part? Well, the best part of travel, besides being able to afford first class, most flights is, um, getting to your destination. So yeah, yeah, once, once I, I I hate to pack, that's, that's the least, my least favorite part is packing up for a trip. Although I try to do more of that in advance than I used to, but once I get um, to the hotel and get situated, um, that's pretty much the best part. Do you ship your clubs or do you take them with you? Um, no, I, I take them with me. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, I, I've heard, you know, I know Ship Sticks is a company that um, will, you know, ship your clubs and they're supposed to be there when you arrive. But I've also heard a few horror stories as well where clubs got lost and um, they never were found again. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be a real dilemma. Bob, if you could uh, erase one mistake from your past, what would it be and why? Well, if we're still, well, <laughs> I can't talk about one of them. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I was, uh, I, w- I was, I was sadly divorced back in 2016. But um, as far as golf goes, um, I, I, I struggle with my grip, setup, swing um, throughout. Um, one thing that I never really did was I, I didn't switch to a little stronger grip and I didn't correct my backswing um, much quicker than I, I actually still in the process. My, my golf swing has been too flat and it was for my entire career. And so I lost distance and accuracy. And so if I would have uh, made those changes when um, it was much earlier in my career, I probably would have had a much better career than I did. Well, live and learn i guess um you still use the i don't know if they're bio because you we've had to correct you've corrected a few things uh are you still using the 10 finger grip or uh, no i'm currently playing with an overlap grip which is how i learned to play but i i i played with too weak of the left hand grip in particular and thusly when you put the right hand on a match it's maybe too much on top and so I end up with, um, you know, the shoulders, you know, pointed too far to the left. Um, I could talk, you know, quite a long time about all of that, but, um, but yeah, I, um, again, I've got so many different thoughts regarding that, that I kind of lose track of where I was going, but no no problem. Do you have a uh, favorite sports writer? I mean, Dan Jenkins was the king of sports writers, especially in golf for a long time. But there's there's some really good ones out there, um, and some I'm not so sure about. But that's just me. What about you? Well, I always enjoyed reading what Dan had to say. Um, you know, it was always very informative and usually entertaining as well. Oh yeah. So it it, it probably was Dan Jenkins. Yeah, well, it's a good one. Um, Bob, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? I'm sorry. You'll have to repeat that one. If you were an animal, what animal would you be? Oh gosh, um, that's another one that I've never really. Well, that's a, that's the idea of this segment. <laughs> make you scratch your head a little bit. 
Yeah. So um, obviously with so many different options, but um, let's see, I, I, um, I, I do love the water, but I wouldn't want to be a, a fish getting hooked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess I'd, I'd probably rather be the, um, the dominant animal as opposed to, to prey. So, um, I can't take tiger tigers taken. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe, yep. um, maybe, maybe a lion. There you go. There you go. What's one thing you miss about your twenties besides not getting out of bed and hurting in the morning? <laughs> Yeah, no, there's there's not too much that I I miss about my my twenties. Um, now, actually, maybe that would kind of go back to what we talked about earlier, as far as the game and how it was back then. So, yeah. um, you know, it wasn't until I was probably um, closer to twenty nine or thirty when the game began to change. So I and I was really coming into my own in 1994. So I guess it would have to do maybe with, um, you know, the way the game was played back then as opposed to the way it is now. Sure. Um, would you consider yourself, uh, sweatshirts or formal wear? Um, definitely more, um, sweatshirts, but, uh, I like to dress up, but not quite that formal. There you go. Do you have a favorite movie? Um, remember the Titans. That, that's a good movie. movie. That's a really good movie. I love Remember the Titans. We already we did the one. Uh, do you uh, the concert? What's the best and or worst concert you ever attended? I'm not for sure that I ever attended uh, a worst concert. My my first concert was when I was in high school. Billy Squire came to town. Oh, yeah. in Abilene, Texas. Um, I saw the Zach Brown band at um, ACL, which isn't exactly a concert, but there were a lot of people there and they were amazing. So um, yeah, there's, there's you know, others that I, I hope to see at some point, but um, I guess I was most impressed by the Zach Brown band. You remember your very first concert? Yeah, it was the Billy Squire. Concert well, it was Billy Squire. When okay. I was probably a, a sophomore in high school. I think mine was uh, Three Dog Night and Joe Cocker a long time ago. and uh, Sounds like a good one. It was. It was a lot of fun. And my little country boy eyes got really big because <laughs> of <laughs> everything that was going on there. Um, when you retire, whenever that is, what would you like to do when you retire? Not be nearly as busy as I am now, for the most part, with playing competitive golf. Um, yeah. So I, I live on the lake. I'd like to spend uh, more time on the water, taking the boat out, more time fishing, a little more time bird hunting. Um, yeah. So it has more to do with just not being as um, time pressured. I definitely want to travel more. There's lots of places that I want to to go and see and things I'd like to do. Um, one of the things that people don't understand is as much as we travel, we still don't get to see that much right. because we just don't have the time. If you're doing it right and, you know, putting in the right amount of, um, you know, practice, um, maybe if you work out um, all the preparation that goes into playing a, a tournament, it, um, it just takes so much time that we don't get to see as much as we'd like when we go, go places. It's kind of like driving past the Mount Rushmore exit, but not getting to see it. You know, it's that type of thing. I've been that many there. times. Um, yeah. 
<clears throat> um, two more questions, Bob, real quick. What would be your last meal on death row? Now, I'm sure there's one you've not thought of. Um, actually, I, I think I have thought about that one, but I don't think I came up with a definite answer. Earlier, <laughs> I mentioned the, the filet and mashed potatoes. But, right. Um, I, more than likely, it would be a really greasy cheeseburger um, and french fries and ketchup. There you go. There's something about those greasy cheeseburgers. I have a friend who's no longer with us, but he'd say, this is great. It's just the right amount of grease. <laughs> he would do yep. that. Okay, here's your uh, chance to deliver a message to the world. So, Bob, what would your message be? Stage is yours. Wow. It's like the Miss America contest. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Um, you know, as you mentioned earlier about being kind, yeah, we don't have enough of that in the world. So if, um, if everybody could... Um, you know, spend more time trying to understand each other and um, being kind to each other, you know, to get along. Um, it probably would be a much better world than what it is now. I, I agree with you, Bob. Thank you for taking the time to be with us today on Grilling at the Green. And uh, we really, really appreciate it for carving out this hour for us. Uh, I, I, I do know how busy you guys can be at times and uh, I do appreciate it. So. You're welcome. That was fun. Yeah, it's no problem. We'll be back next week with another <clears throat> edition, another episode of Grilling at the Green and another edition of After Hours. Till then, go out, play some golf, uh, and mostly be kind. Take care, everybody. <laughs>